We've got a real special guest with us today. He's really going to give you guys an inside look at what it's like to fish at a program. Not funny, that's more of a club. It's not even really about the club. It's more about you know, people sponsoring us, really, and um, you know, helping them as well as when they're helping us at the same time. Gillette, tell me about it. All right, guys, welcome back. So uh, it's kind of a, another interesting part to our series here. Um, actually, we've got an interview with a... Another fellow angler, a uh, good buddy of ours, uh, Anthony Gilmore. He uh, he goes to Schoolcraft College, um, which we fished for, and uh, it's kind of just you know the differences between a funded and a non-funded program. Um, I think you know that's a big decision for a lot of guys. So it is a decision for a lot of guys, but also it's not a decision for a lot of guys because there's only so many scholarships, right. and the, most of the the programs out there, are club, uh, student run, student funded programs. So we want to make sure you guys are aware of of those and what's different and how to be successful in that situation and you know for Nick and I we did fish for a funded program at Adrian uh, very fortunate to do that very thankful to be able to do that um, so we don't know for sure exactly how that is so we definitely wanted to bring in someone who has been in those shoes has fished their college career right. through that kind of program has kind of flown by the seat of their pants and provide you know funded most of their all their endeavors yeah, all of them. and how they did that. Um, so we've got an interview coming up with Anthony Gilmore. He fishes for Schoolcraft College. We put together that interview last year in May. Uh, he fishes in the Northern Division. The Schoolcraft's in Michigan, so he's uh, the FLW Northern Division, and he's a, he's done really well up there. He had a really good finish last year at Smith yep. Mountain. Has made the national championship a couple of times. Guiding on St. Clair, I think, it, still, too. I'm pretty sure he guides out on St. Clair. Yeah, so if you're looking for somebody to... There you go. Gilmore's Guide Service on, oh. on Facebook and Instagram, Anthony Gilmore. You can check him out. But we're going to do this interview and uh, let that play. And then we'll kind of cap off this uh, episode. We've got a real special guest with us today. He uh, fished for Schoolcraft Community College. And he's really going to give you guys an inside look at what it's like to fish at a program um, that's not funded. That's more of a club. And so... Welcome to the show, Anthony Gilmore, angler, college angler from Schoolcraft College, coming off a hot top five finish at Ooh, Smith Mountain Smith Lake Mountain. in the FLW Northern Division. Anthony, what's going on? Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. How about you guys? Doing well, man. Pretty excited to uh, get all this uh, knowledge out here and then start talking some, some good stuff. So, uh, so we just kind of wanted you to basically kind of break down, uh, you know, what your what your story has been yeah. with this whole school craft sure. thing and, and well, yeah your college fishing experience and you know you know for nick and i we we fished at adrian and we understand that you know it was a funded program so we not but but not everybody fishes at a funded program that's so a very select few and that's okay right but it's different and i, I you know we don't know the ins and outs of a, a club team as well as someone like you so just kind of give us a background of number one who who is anthony gilmore how did he get there and then uh we'll go into the uh, college fishing stuff and go from there uh well uh, uh <laughs> anthony gilmore isn't that special i guess there's plenty of other you know presidents and clubs in the country you know in regards to funded and non-funded I, there's definitely a lot more non-funded programs in the absolutely that are funded which are, isn't even a problem with that in my opinion nope not at all. but um it's just a lot more uh i don't want to say blue collar but you have to put your work in i guess when it comes to running an actual non-funded club Sure. But uh, there's a very way to go about it. There's, you know, fundraisers and stuff like that. But it's not really necessarily the uh, pizza kit or mattress selling stuff you do in high school. <laughs> but uh, more creative ways to, you know, more big ticket stuff. But 
it's just uh, understanding uh, how to manage your finances and how to uh, gain finances that are actually going to help you when you to travel distances like going to Smith Mountain are exactly. going to help you afford those trips sure. instead of uh, your trips to you know uh, Kent Lake or stuff so, like that. So what know? was kind of your uh, you know the path that you took from going from uh, I know you did some high school fishing and then into college. You know what, what did that kind of look like for you and how did you decide to end up at, at Schoolcraft and kind of start a, a team in a club there? Well, honestly. Um, you know, in high school, I fished uh, TBF, and I fished the uh, uh, Bass Nation uh, high school stuff. And uh, I don't know, I just never really I never really thought too seriously about the college fishing stuff because I, I really wasn't really sure how to do it. And then um, I kind of looked into it more. I looked into um, a school craft, how to make a club, and uh, which, you know, the old cliche, I heard so many people tell me that, just go make a club, go make a club. Mm-hmm, and right. uh, I just... One day I went and did it, and it was a lot easier than I thought. <laughs> and to be honest, running it isn't that too difficult either. They're pretty low-maintenance clubs. Yep. And um, But that's all I really did. One made a club one day, and uh, just started running it. I made it in the winter semester of 2015. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, they're pretty low-maintenance, and uh, I don't know. There's nothing, nothing too crazy about them. Just, uh, sure. I don't know. They're pretty fun. So. Because this segment is kind of focusing on finances, and you touched on it a little bit, you know, it's more blue collar. You have to raise your funds. Give us some insights on how you guys do that, and uh, you know, for high school anglers that might end up at a club team, um, maybe just give them some advice on how to manage their finances. I know you said it's a must, but how how do they do that? How do they raise funds um, to be able to travel across the country and fish? Hmm, that's uh, <laughs> a really that's a lot of questions. Sure. Uh, uh, well, um, well, pretty much what we, what the first fundraiser I did that actually worked pretty well, but I kind of modified it as I went on is I would, you know, we had a, the stock jersey design you get from like Gemini or yep. something like that or Rageous. And, uh, what we did is we would just sell those spots, the, yep. the certain spots on a, on a Jersey we'd sell for, at first I started off, I think I sold them for a couple hundred bucks. I don't even remember what it was. And cool. I sold a few of them yeah. and we, we made enough to, to fund that season, which was the, the goal. And uh, um, then later on, I was like, you know, maybe if I lower the prices, I'll get more sponsors and we'll get more money. Yep. And that's what we did this year, and that's exactly what we did. Awesome. We got more people more people to buy in and more people that um, sponsored us and more people that gave us more money and were able to fund our money this year. And with that money from Smith Mountain, that even, you know, you know, added on to yeah. it. So now we're going to have Absolutely. quite a bit of money for the, for the Red River yes. and Cayuga yep. and Sandusky and stuff like that. But it's just stuff like that, you know, it's it's not even really about the club. It's more about, you know, you sponsor, these people sponsoring us really and, um, you know, helping them as well when they're helping us at the same time. Because a lot of people I do know, it's sure. not like I don't know them. I know, I know them pretty well. Well, yeah, so, and I, know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, reaching out to friends and family. I think that's a, a big for a club team even in high yeah. school i mean i did that. that those were my first sponsors that's right you know friends and family and uh people i knew so i think a, a good bit of advice is to kind of start there start close to home and, and like gilmore said you can uh you can sell some jersey spots and and offer something to them in return which that's we right. talked about that a little bit earlier yep. so anyways anthony you know traveling across the country with your own equipment um you know and having to do all that talk about how you I don't know how you keep up with that kind of stuff. And, you know, when you are traveling, let's say you're going to Smith Mountain, which is a nine, 10 hour drive in Virginia. You know, where are you looking at to ball on a budget? Right. Uh, well, I'm just happy that we have pretty good travel partners like the guys from Lake State where they split rooms with us or, wow, you know, okay. guys like Danny and Riley from uh, Michigan State where they want to split rooms with us. It's, it's uh, It really turns into, um, I don't know, 
uh, cramming people into sure. <laughs> one room. As many people as you cram into a room as you can, I guess. Sure. But, uh, I mean, uh, it's, it's that's really what it comes down to, I guess, is having good travel partners and people like that that want to split rooms and, you know, keep costs low. And after the hotel, I mean, everything else, it really isn't that bad. I mean, gas sure. is, you know, gas is gas. But nice. after a hotel, everything right. is yeah. well, and not I know, too crazy expensive. I know uh, last season, you know, you kind of had a, a big thing. You know, we, we talked a little bit about that grind coming back from tournaments. And, and I know you guys were on the way back from a tournament and, uh, and had some issues, it sounded like, and, and uh, you know, gotten a, a little bit of a, an accident oh, yeah. there. Yep. Um, and, you know, that kind of, that kind of, I'm sure, turned a lot of things upside down. But kind of tell us a little bit of that story and what happened there and, and what, you know, being that you're not on a funded team and it was your boat and your truck and all that, how did that all work out? Uh, well, Geico hooked us up. That's pretty much all <laughs> that happened after that. So uh, that's about, it. That's about <laughs> it. what happened after that one. But, yeah, just, you know, I mean, honestly, besides of that, but um, – We've been pretty uneventful, I guess. We I mean we've been really lucky aside from that, I guess. But uh, uh, just, uh, I mean, freak accident on a freeway uh, in West Virginia. Right. But um, other than that, we, the only thing that's ever happened is uh, the coolant plug and a, and a engine block came out, and we just had to fill up with coolant and somehow <laughs> stayed in there. Nice. But that's other than that, no do. flat tires, no nothing. But good. Uh, aside from that, just Geico hooked us up. <laughs> yes, well, that's go. right. you got to have good insurance. So, anyways, yeah, you've had some really good success in the college trail, uh, you know, from a club team perspective. And just that thing you mentioned about rooming up and stuff, that's great advice because, you know, we, we've only done that a few times. Um, and coming from the source, that's really good stuff, you know, for future college anglers. Um, talk just briefly about your upcoming events and what you're doing in life now. I know you qualified for the national championship on the Red River, which Nick and I will be at. That's yep. our, uh, my last college event. Looking forward to that. Um, just kind of give us where Gilmore's at right and now. And he's got a good guide service. I don't yeah, know yeah. You know about that. Touch on Gilmore's <laughs> guide service for mm-hmm. up here on St. Clair. Thank let's, you. T- let's talk about that. Uh, well, I'll talk about the national championship first, okay. I guess. Uh, well, it's pretty uh, excited about get, get down to Red River. Um, I just know it's probably gonna be a grinder, and I just I like yeah. grinders. I like <laughs> trying to find. I like trying to. I don't know. I like. I'm a. I fish like a huster. You know, just sure. uh, fish for breath here, fish this dock, fish that looks good. You know, sure. I'm never really on anything, I guess. But um, yeah. And then I'm just excited for that tournament. And, uh, and then I just you know, like Caleb said, you know, it's your last tournament. Me and CJ really wanted to uh, qualify for our next year's national championship, so we ended our career on our own terms, not just not qualifying. Sure. So you know, that's a good feeling. Yeah. And then um. Uh, yeah, the whole guy's service thing. Uh, yeah, still some kinks to work out, but uh, it's definitely getting there. But uh, it'll, it, uh, it's definitely getting there. You know, this uh, last year had some good electronics trainings and stuff like that. Sure. I didn't want to get into uh, get into the uh, whole uh, guide service thing, or, or actual right. guide trip. Right. I wasn't really uh, ready for it and stuff like that. This this season, I think some should pick up near uh, midsummer or near the end of the fall. But well, and that's yeah. are you focusing on St. Clair? Uh, actually, I think I'm going to do it up north. Up north, so like, what lakes are we talking about? Just for people that might listen, and uh, you know, talk about the fishing up north because it's fantastic. It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, well, that's part of the reason why I didn't do it a whole lot last summer. I was thinking about Grand Lake or Long Lake or okay. Hubbard and stuff like that. And up there, uh, well, Grand Long and uh, Hubbard were actually still pretty good last year, but Grand Lake, the one lake that you know, I fished the most out of those, um, had a pretty big die-off, and okay. um, not as far. I mean, as far as bait fishing and stuff like that, and. Um, it was just got super tough. It was yeah. really, really tough. And, uh, I mean, even in the summer, it was like you catch one fish, you know, a day. And wow. then, I mean, yeah, but uh, but that's kind of the reason why I held off up there uh, last year is because I didn't think I'd uh, provide any value for anybody who sure. put a trip with me. Sure. And that's just being completely honest. But 
Yeah, but this year, the hmm. value is going to be off the charts, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I hope so. I hope <laughs> so. <laughs> we're, we're trying to build you up here. Anyways, guys, Gilmore's Guide Service, where can they find you at? Uh, what's your, like, handle on Instagram, uh, and Facebook, all that kind of stuff? It's on Facebook, and there's a link in my Instagram bio, but I'm working on a website currently, so. Good deal. And that's uh, what are you at on Instagram? Is that Gilmore Fishing? Or? Just Gilmore's Guide Service. Gilmore's Perfect. Guide Service, one word? Uh, it's three words. <laughs> <laughs> no underscores, right? Yeah, no, no. Okay, Gilmore's Guide Service. Anyways, hey, Anthony, thank you so much for uh, giving us some time, giving some advice, um, coming from a perspective of a of a club team. Um, we, we know you pretty well from being up here in Michigan, uh, standout angler, standout guy. I'm really excited for your guide service, guys. Check him out. Check him out on Instagram. Uh, if you got the itch to come up and fish in Michigan, you know, Gilmore – I know he knows how to catch them. Oh, yeah. So. That guy, he's going to go catch them down at the Red River, too. So <laughs> That's right. If, as long as we don't blow up our boats yeah, right. first, we may hopefully catch them fish. All right, man. Well, hey, good luck down at Red River. I'm sure we'll see you down there soon, and uh, we'll stay in touch, all right? Sounds good, guys. See all you right. later, man. See you. Yeah, so killer interview there with Anthony. Uh, he's a really good guy, stand-up guy, pretty good angler. Um, like I said, Gilmore's guide service. And he's got a lot of advice for you guys who are going to be fishing club tournaments, and I'm sure he would always – I'll be happy to offer advice if you reach out to yeah, him. Yeah, absolutely. He's got the same thing. Uh, I don't know Instagram handle off the top of my head. I think he sent it in that interview. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, definitely you can reach out to him. Or, uh, again, you can reach out to Caleb and I. And, um, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's just, you know, that's a, that's a, I don't know. That's a decision, I guess. It's funny. It wasn't really even – I didn't have to make that decision. I mean, I was, like, approached, and it was, like, done deal. I did actually go to Schoolcraft. Yeah. Like we talked about yeah, that. Did. I played soccer there for a little bit. So Right. Um, but – no, I mean, obviously, and that's another thing we kind of touched on in the, is college fishing right for you, you know, funded versus non-funded. It is a decision. Just because you get a scholarship doesn't mean that that's a full scholarship. Right. right? You might pay more than you would if you go to a community college, and that commu- if you worked at community college and worked a job, well, you might make enough to go fund your own fishing. So you, you got to weigh it all. You got to weigh, like we said, the connections and all that stuff, but... Um, financially, just just some advice, um, some pieces of advice that we would like to pass on because it is such a very important part of not only fishing but life. And and we made mistakes that we don't want up and coming yeah. anglers to make, and we want you guys to realize how important it is to get your finances right, especially those who aren't fortunate enough to have funding. Yeah, no, that's that's a huge thing. Um, definitely, you know. Get your ducks in a row, put some thought into it, make sure everything's kind of, you know, you do some number crunching and really figure out, um, does this make sense for me? Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously everyone's financial situation is different. Um, you know, and if you have, you know, your full support by your parents and all that, and, you, you know, you're not worried about loans and all that, then, well, I mean, that's awesome. You know, there's yep. more power to you, and you can, you've got a little bit of extra wiggle room. But for those guys that are like myself that, you know, are paying for it all on their own and taking their own loans out, um, you know, I, I know I put a lot of, a lot of thought into uh, when I did transfer, and I made sure it was right for me. So, yep, the, you you got to be wise financially because in the end, that the the finances you have available to you, the money you have, is that that's that fuel that can either make or break your career in fishing. So, you know, if you can't afford it and you don't have sponsors, well, guess what? You can't. It's just as simple as that. And so, when we look at college and we're talking about, you know, are you doing everything? to pursue that dream, to make it a reality. And, you know, I'll go go back to, you know, not that we were perfect, but, you know, a lot of people blow their money in college. You know, they're taking loans and they're blowing their money and they don't they don't work a job. So they get out of college and that, that kind of 
dream non-reality world of college kind of smacks them right in the face when you get into the real world and you go, wow, I've got loan payments every month and I got to get a car, I got to have a place to live. Well, that fishing dream takes a, takes a hard back seat for a little while. So mm-hmm. you got to think early on about the financial decisions you're making. And are you pursuing that dream? Are you showing other people that you're pursuing that dream? Are you right. are you binge drinking on the weekends, wait, blowing all your money, or are you hitting the lake? Right. You know, it, it's as simple as that. And, uh, and I think, or are you working? Right. And and I think you know, at the same token, don't think that um, you know because of circumstances, if that dream has to take a back seat for a minute. You can be all right with that. I'm in that process right now, guys. I mean, I, like I said, I work the nine to six job uh, six days a week now, and um, you know that that's what it is. I'm trying to save my money so I can get a boat and and do what I want to do. You know, I've got a plan at least. So um, just make sure that you know you've got it all planned out um, and you've put the thought process into it where you want to be. Have a time frame. Make a timeline so that you have a goal and a set time to get there, um, so you don't remain stagnant. So. Yep. Absolutely. Great tips. So that's going to wrap up this part of the How to Fish in College vision series when we touched on finances. So you guys can scroll back through here and and listen to the interview with Anthony Gilmore. uh, If you're not going to be able to attend a a funded program and you do need to know the differences. But we're going to move on. In the next part, we're going to talk about how to connect with college coaches. Uh Oh, and uh, oh, oh. Yeah, so that that can be difficult sometimes. How do you get their attention? How do you connect with them? Right, and that is going to be the next episode on how to fish in college. Awesome! Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks, guys. <laughs>